You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? Then go to relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals.tv. Now, let's get into today's episode. Okay, now you can read. I will read. I'll start over from the beginning because I have no idea where I left off at. Reddit, read. <laughs> always wanted to message and ask questions. This is the perfect time. My soulmate and I are at odds over family right now. I've been invited to his family wedding, which we made arrangements for. However, I had a sudden death in my family, which caused me to feel like I have to choose. He is not understanding to the funeral being the same day. It hurts me that he doesn't care and says I need to choose his family over mine at this time. Stupid question, but well, what should I do? This will end our relationship, I'm sure, if I don't attend the wedding with him. Okay, okay, hold on. Number one, that that's not a stupid question. That's a wonderful question. And for you guys out in the audience, we do kind of tap back with some folks just to get some clarity. And so the first piece of clarity that we wanted to get was, yeah. what does soulmate mean? Does that mean you're married? I mean, what 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 goes on with that? What, right. what does that mean? Because we want to make sure that we're answering it correctly. We can't answer a married question like a dating question. We can't right. answer a dating question like a married question. Right. So what does soulmate mean? And she did, get, she did respond back. She said they've been good friends for several years, almost an entire decade, mm-hmm. deep and strong friends. The problem is, is that their relationship, uh, romantic relationship has just been rocky. Yes. So... Now, here's the thing. Remember what we observed previously. Remember what we observed between each other, because that's probably, I would say, an okay observance yeah. of how I treated you in that, in that moment. Yes. You treated me, and, and you responded. And so we're calling someone a soulmate. Right. And then we're saying, which causes me to feel I have to choose, which means that she's now feeling the pressure of making a choice while he feels no pressure let me show you somebody dead y'all right and he feels no pressure to be there for her absolutely so (laughs) so here's the thing we we our mentality our perception the, the 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 our vision our false hope as someone said is that um that is my soulmate yet let's observe what we're seeing here number one he is not empathetic nor understanding number two he states that he has that she has to choose Mm -hmm. who she's going to go with she has to choose the families number three he's fine with where he is but she's afraid that they're going to break up yeah 
And number four, she said that if she doesn't do what he says do, she's afraid the relationship is going to fall apart. Now, I don't know about what a soulmate means to you or to you, (laughs) but when it comes to a soulmate, there is no fear of a broken relationship or a relationship about to fall apart. That is not that is there. There is no fear there when there when it comes to soulmates or when it comes to the person that I believe matches who I am and will be together forevermore it's not about fear of them leaving me it's not about fear of acquiescing to what they want just so that i can be happy with them we still have that same issue of someone trying to sell us we get this all the time people they they hit our inbox and they try to sell us the their their problem Mm-hmm. They tell us how good they are. They tell us what they are and what they mean. And we understand where your heart is. But the bottom line is, is that they are the problem. And we can't respond to that in a positive way. We can't respond to that in a, in, in a, in a uh, you know, we can't blow smoke, if you will. We can't gas your head up about something positive if you're, in, if you're uh, experiencing these negative results from who that person is. If you're afraid that it's going to break up, then perhaps that's not the soulmate. Exactly. A soulmate will never be birthed out of fear. Absolutely. Period. Like you said, Lenitra said, go to the funeral and meet him at the reception. That should be doable for him. He needs to exercise compromise and unselfishness. And Lenitra, here's the thing. I am. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. You say what you got to say. Because here's the thing. A very sound minded person who is understanding of what is going again it is a death people do not plan deaths unless it's suicide nobody plans their death and nobody plans their own funeral absolutely you a a sane and sensible person and an unselfish person would take that and set that as a compromise most people would even say hey you go and be with your family i've got to be in this wedding over here I, you know what I mean? Meet me later or even, hey, I will go with you. If I'm not in the wedding and sometimes if I am in the wedding, (laughs) if there's something going on where my wife needs my support, where she needs my emotional uh, emotion, me as an emotional rock or someone to hold on to or just to be there with you. That marriage is going to be there. Absolutely. But this is, this is her last go goodbye. Exactly. Now, yeah, I, right. And that's how I, I as my wife, as, as my soulmate. Now, yes. that person is not, he's acting contradictory to the title that you've given him. So what are you going to do? Are you going to hang on to the title or hang on or, or observe his behavior is contradictory to that title? Once again, you're being groomed and how you make this decision right here. And it does and, and it wouldn't even matter. Let's just say you had a family reunion on the same day of the wedding. Doesn't even have to be as as drastic um, as a death. Things like this are absolutely and effectively grooming you for how that relationship will carry out long term. Um, and honestly, something like this, where they're forcing you to choose between their family and them your family and them is also how abusive relationships begin it is um and so you have to really pay a a a really hard and close attention to stuff like this because once you begin to see somebody that is dangling their relationship and their affection for you over your head in exchange for you choosing them over your family that is becoming abuse and your relationship is no longer a relationship it's becoming a prison 
Absolutely. And Absolutely. like Kenyon said, you're the only one doing the work to make this work here. He's not struggling. He's not unmoved. He is not bothered Absolutely. at all by what you're going through. He needs to know that he has you by his side. Absolutely. Plain and simple. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the thing. Um, I know that for a fact, if you've been together for several years and you've been through rocky circumstances, this is not a precedent that you're setting. You're operating in a precedent that you probably already set. In already the past. set. Absolutely. You've chosen him over what you thought was correct. You've chosen him over what you thought was right. If this is a rocky romance that has been on and off and you're still walking in fear of it being turned off and you're trying your best to turn it on, then this is another step towards control over you. I'm sick of the games. I'm sick of being hurt. I'm sick of feeling like I'm being used and I'm sick of attracting all the wrong people. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of wasting my time being in a relationship with the wrong person. If you've ever said this or something similar, you're not alone. We've talked to a lot of people who have been there. Heck, both of us were there once. Do you want to know a secret? We weren't rescued from there by luck, chance, or magically finding each other. We learned how to find each other on purpose, and we were willing to move on if we weren't happy with what we found. Do you want to know the method we used? Well, if you're really finished trying it your way, it's time to try Dating by Design. Dating by Design is a course we've developed that teaches what dating is and how to do it. We'll teach you how to date to find what you're looking for, how to be ready for what you're looking for, how to disqualify the unqualified, how to be empowered in dating, how to say no and walk away, and how to be open to healthy relationships. We'll teach you the mindset and method that helped us find, discern, and confirm that we were the best things that happened to each other since sliced bread. It's all in our program, Dating by Design. You'll find that and more in the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. And let me just say this. If it's been an on and off relationship since you've begun dating, I want you to take inventory of what happened every time it was off and what happened, what was done in order to put it back on again. Amen. I'm very interested in, in understanding that because if it is indicative, if this situation is indicative of a pattern that has been going on in your on again, off again relationship, I can almost guarantee that you did something that he disagreed with. You made a choice of your own autonomous being. He disagreed with it and said that he um, was pretty much withdrawing his affection from you and you chased after him for it and said, what do I need to do to make this work? Amen. That typically when you have somebody who was this comfortable this comfortable disregarding you disregarding you and making you choose between them and the things that are important to you i can guarantee you've already showed him in those on again off again moments that you have no regard for yourself and your only care is to make sure that relationship works amen now uh, just for you guys out there on the podcast and watching live on facebook we did because it was a concern we did go in and we did respond with just these um with this exact response, mm -hmm. with this exact response to her. So we made sure that she just just in case, because this was our IGDM and some, right. some of our IG people don't come over to Facebook uh, It's for old people. So uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so the idea is, is that we did respond to her and told her all these things. 
Do you want to know her response? What was her response? I know we have a question here, so I don't want we to take do. too much time. Yeah, what was her response? Listen to what her response was. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your help. I'll look to God for guidance. You going to look to God? Why didn't you go to him the first time then? <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to my DMs tell me you're going to look to God for guidance once we didn't told you something you didn't want to hear. You know why? Because you started out this email. Yes. Saying this is my soulmate, which again, you already said this is where I'm headed. So this you is what really, I want. You really weren't looking. This is who they are. This is who they are. You weren't looking for a question of um, helping us be on your side. You were honestly looking for permission to skip out on that funeral. That's if you're if you're going, going to end that and say, I'm looking to God for guidance. You needed to know if you would be less of a person, less of a family member to skip out on that funeral for the sake of a relationship that did not involve a husband. Absolutely. This ain't even a good boyfriend. Exactly. Exactly. So. Well, it, that's one of the things that we do acknowledge and we understand. We don't get too mad at it because we hear it all the time. Whenever we say something that people don't want to hear, I'm going to go to God for some guidance when God is holding you accountable for the choices you choose in your life. So you're going to go to him and he's going to say, well, we had somebody there for you. This is not just a service. This is what we do. And, and so we and, and all I all we could say was, hey, listen, we dropped the seed. Hopefully it grows. Somebody watered that thing. So <laughs> wait, but wait, there's more. Chances are you did go to God before you came to us. And you know what God did? He uh, he allowed you to see a man try to make you choose between your family and him. He allowed you to try to to, to to observe a man trying to turn himself into your God as opposed to God. And you know what you did? You said, well, shoot, that don't sound right. That this this can't be bad. So let me go to somebody who I think is going to be on my side. Right. God is not going to come down and, and, and burn, not necessarily, burn a bush and talk to you about things that he's already shown you. You got one job and that job is to observe the behavior of the person that you're with. If God has allowed you to see that this person is disregarding you, trust and believe God already answered you too. Says we was just there to back him up. Just saying. Perhaps it's time for some of us, and I'm gonna say something that's gonna be real kind of hard, but charge it to my head and not my heart. But perhaps, especially in dating, it's time for some of us to go to the Creator, God, the Creator, and not the God of my emotions. Some of us are worshiping how we feel more than what is right. And that's going to be a struggle for many of us. Trust us. Listen, listen, we don't say this out of thinking that we're better. We're saying right. this out of knowing that we've made the same mistakes at some point in time in our lives. We are real deal with that. We understand that and we understand how it can break you, how it can hurt you and how some people don't come back from that. So sometimes it's mm. better to start dealing with my emotions and my feels and not wanting to feed my feeling and begin to feed my spirit, begin to feed my my intellect and intelligence begin to feed myself because it is a faith faithless generation who's looking for signs. You yes. need to not look for signs and be at the very minimum. If you build your relationship, since we're talking about them, if you build that relationship through the word of watching how God deals with his people, you'll realize that you're accountable for the choices you make mm. regarding the person who you choose to love and you're forever. Yes. So you might mate him to your soul, but he might not be a soul mate. End of story. Let the people say. 
<laughs> Let's go ahead and answer this question. Do you want to read it? I'll read the question. Um, so she says, question, my ex and I have been back and forth for five years trying to regain trust, but just ending up hurt. Believe it or not, we both still have feelings, but at this point, our friends and family think we are outside of our minds, crazy for getting back together or even talking. Are we? Is this... Is, <laughs> is love enough there are moments and days that i think he may have been the one but when i look at the receipts i have cried more tears than laughter he recently asked me to get drinks but i said i wasn't ready but there's still feelings is it time to move on first thing is i'm missing a very key point piece of information that says what um was it that caused it to be off again um and to lose trust like that but if no go ahead babe. um if your intuition and i'm not even going to say friends and family friends and family absolutely have our best interests at heart um and so we definitely want to pay attention to people who love us and who care to see us happy and healthy and whole mm -hmm. absolutely but when you've been on and getting off again for five years and that is no small thing five years is a very long time um to be with somebody understand that part of your attraction of going back to them has more to do with your habit of them and less to do with the feelings that you have for them a lot of times it's much more uncomfortable to really settle in our feelings and in our minds and in our hearts that this is the end so we keep on going back and hurting each other in cycles over and over again because it is hard to officially let go because once we let go we're also saying we're giving them over to be with somebody else we're giving ourselves now the opportunity to move on and, and develop a new sense of self without them that's a very hard realization to come to and so is love enough not if you feel like all the tears you've cried is not worth you going back to that hurt again. But only you can answer that. Okay, absolutely. Now, here's the thing. I want to say this. The, one of the first questions you said here is um, friends, uh, friends and family think we are outside our minds crazy for getting back together or even talking. Are we? Here's the thing. We can't worry about what friends and family are thinking. Yeah. If you're worried about what they're thinking yep. in any relationship that you have, then um, you're going to go to them for the for the for f you're going to allow them into places where they don't need to be. I'm just saying that in general, but yeah. you don't. But in here, you don't need to worry about it because you said I have the receipts. If yes. you have the receipts, you know what you keep buying. And you have to be careful about what you're buying. If you continue to buy into the lie, then you continue to buy into the cycle. So that has nothing to do with you being crazy. It has everything to do with what you want and being addicted to who he is, making that person a habit. The second question is, is love enough? Absolutely not. I don't care what anybody says. Love is never enough. Let me show you why. Again, for God so loved the entire cosmos that he gave his only begotten son. If that love, if the greatest love of all was enough, then everybody would be saved. Of course they are not. So if that love wasn't enough, then your love is not going to be enough. Mm. There's a reason why that love is not enough. It's not that it lacks power, it's that it's given over to choice. 
Everyone is accountable for the choice they choose. You have to hold him accountable for the choices he choose and you got to hold yourself accountable for the choice you choose. Here's the thing. You hold yourself accountable for buying into that cycle and you hold him accountable for taking you on that trip. That's how you deal with that. You don't want that. If you don't want that, then you don't want him, period. He's comfortable to you. He's a habit for you and it's easier to go backwards to something to known hells and rather than go forward to unknown heavens. It's just easier. It's a human. It's, 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 it's being human. We're scared of the dark. We're afraid of the future. We're afraid of not having because at least we got somebody to hold on to. I know this toxicity over here. I know how to deal with the venom over here. I know how to live through it. I know how to respond to it. I know how to duck and dodge it. But over here, I don't know what I'm going to come up against. And nine times out of 10, to be honest, I don't trust myself not to choose the same joker that I chose in the past. Jesus. So now we have our we have a position where we have to not only let go of our past, but learn how to choose our future. That's where you are. So what should you do? What We can't tell you what to do, but we can tell you what you've done. You And you know what you've done. You've bought the cycle and you've allowed him to choose to take you through it. If I were you, mm. as a friend of mine used to say, but I'm not, but if I was, I'd get off of that trip. I'd get off of that ride. I distance myself, I put barriers, and I begin to do my thing with going cold turkey and shaking that habit. Mm. You know, put your sleeve, don't roll your sleeves up no more, put them all the way down. You know, shake that habit. It might go, you might go go cold turkey. There's some nights you're gonna have the shivers and some, some nights you're gonna have the shakes. But eventually, you will get healthy and again. Lord have and mercy. you will get your peace again for you. Does that make sense? Amen. And if you need help with that, we can help you with the Soul Ties <laughs> Detox and the Healthy Love Club where you get a free copy of the Soul Ties Detox book and then a um, access to our class, the Soul Ties Detox Did that you really walks say? you through your heartbreak to wholeness. Come on in and join us at thehealthyloveclub.com. Lord have mercy. So... <laughs> right it is it is a shameless plug but it's, it's perfect because we have walked so many people through that pain we have walked so many people through those tethers that they have connected to unhealthy people yes we have walked a lot of people and we've made provisions for walking more through if this is you if you want to if you really really there's a link in the description click that link in the description and just find out what we're about find out how we walked others and how we can walk you look at the people they will testify for us and but and, and while and while you were joking i was it, joking it was but really, i was serious it was, it was really like the, the it was really the perfect thing to do because we trust us and we trust we trust us because we've been through this we trust us because we've had victory over this and we trust us with you amen amen She said, we are breakage. Amen. Thank you, Katie. She said, Kenyon and Takara Martin, I'm crying so hard. You are doing more than writing books, y'all. You are breaking chains. We, Amen. Yeah. And we want to break, we want to, listen, we want to Thank you break so much. Chains. Thank you. I, I think, I don't think, I mean, we, we speak so clearly to it, and I know that there's education and all that kind of good stuff behind us, but you have to understand that we wore those chains at one time. <sighs> there's a, there's a, there, and then I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get all Jesus-y on you. I'm not trying to get all preaching oh, on Jesus you. But, but there's a point in, in particular where Paul said, I have been all things to, um, for all people. Yeah. He has been a prisoner. He has been beaten. He has been this. He has been that. 
let me tell you something. The only reason and way we were able to take on this calling is because we actually had these problems. We actually held these chains and they hurt and they was heaven heavy. And not only did um, those chains hold us, but we held them. Absolutely. We held on to them. We thought we were in control of them, but we were wrapped up by them. We understand what you're going through. We made the bad decisions, but we understand how to break it. And I'm telling you right mm. now, in order for anybody listening to us right now, in order to get started, started draw distance from that from the from the uh from the source of your pain draw distance if you've been burned if you've ever been burned in your life by iron on the stove or whatever the case may be you yeah. can take that burn and put it under lukewarm water and it's going to hurt like the dickens and the reason why that's my grandmother saying the dickens it's going to hurt like the dickens and the reason why is is because it's not super cold you have to have something completely opposite of what that that will burn you Listen. anything that has a little bit of what actually burn you is going to continue to hurt you and so what they do with burns is they not only clean them and they soothe them and they put on on them and all that kind of stuff but they wrap them up they isolate them from the heat you have to isolate yourself from that okay you have to isolate yourself from that person you have to isolate yourself from that source and then you find help in the healing and we're here we're here for you and if, if if i may be so bold it's not just about the healing it's not just about the hurt it's about what's beyond the healing it's what's the next step is a lot of people i like to talk about the hurt because a lot of people commercialize your hurt but there's not people who are out there willing to take you to the next step there is a next step to wholeness and peace and all that good stuff we care we care because we've been through it. We care because we cry the tears. We care because we've healed each other. We care because yeah. we know your chains and let Jesus. them be broken right now. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, if you're on iTunes, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love, rate us, leave a review and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.